What's going on, everyone? It is Rob and Johnny. Welcome to episode 31 and the return of the MM Arcade podcast. Rob, what is going on, brother? <laughs> Mate. 2024 MM Arcade. Here we are. The, the, We're the finally back. Holiday. <laughs> we are. We are. The holiday break went longer than, than I think either of us thought it would. But I had a kid as well. I've been in you camp. You did. And yeah, it's been it's been crazy. Just just trying to get to this point. It's been a yep. little trying. <laughs> How was your break? <laughs> It was it was good, man. I mean, uh, for those of you that, that don't follow me on my own channel, the big news for me was that I was made redundant. So now I'm doing YouTube full time. So I kind of took a week or so, spent time with my family, and now I'm just cracking onto the videos, man. So it's been maybe not as hectic as your break, but it's been all right. It's been a, oh, it's been mate. a good few weeks. <laughs> it's the same thing, same thing. I do um. I do want to say happy happy new year, happy 2024, yeah. everybody. Thank you for the fans. I can saw the comments. We both saw the comments on the videos and also mm-hmm. just uh, commenting on our announcement that we're a little delayed, that everyone yeah. is just chomping at the bit for the episodes. <laughs> so <laughs> with reluctance, this is going to sting a little bit. Hopefully <laughs> this episode, you, you know, maybe just listen to a little bit at a time, you know, just drip feed yeah. it. Just so that you rip get the some band-aid time off, out of it. just do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going. The the podcast is going to go on hiatus a little bit until after my fight with uh, yeah. Yeah, with the, the Christmas break. You know, doing going through camp through all that, and then having a baby. Well, not me, mm. but my wife. I was there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. You know, and the changing the changes that that brings to the family, and then trying. Like still being in camp and hitting up sparring sessions around hospital visits, it was it was hard. It was very hard. That's kind yeah. of why every week Johnny would be hitting me up, going, "Hey, how's everything? Is it settled? You want to hit an episode this week?" And I'd be like, <laughs> "Bro, I just can't. I just can't swing it." And yeah, with with reluctance because I I do truly enjoy doing these these casts, but mate, it is it is taking everything I have to really just nail through the training, still be a yeah. family man. And that's it. I've pushed back on all, a lot of other sponsor things that I can, other other work and and shows that I'm on, like the the, the Fox Sports show that I'm regularly on. I, I had to push back on that a, a fair bit, yeah. Just because everything is just really getting invested into, you know, putting all the pieces in place mm. to to fight Costa. Two weeks now. It's only two weeks to the date. That's crazy, bro. That is insane. Yeah, it's so soon. Two weeks. And I fly over there. So we would have only gotten a couple episodes out anyway. But yeah, I, I am sorry about the hiatus. It's only going to be a short hiatus. So the yeah. fight is literally in four weeks. Hopefully, we're recording week five or six. Mm-hmm. So it's not too long. But, but, okay, there's a but. I don't, I didn't want to leave all you guys, all our lovely fans, and all the support you guys, all our supporters. Out in the lurch. So, Johnny, do you want to announce the new group that people can get excited for? A hundred percent. So, we've actually opened an MM Arcade Discord. So, in the description below, mm-hmm. I'll also chuck it in the pinned comment. You can go there. It's very bare bones at the moment. There's a few channels set up, but you'll be able to go in there, chat with everyone else from the channel, and obviously myself and and Rob as well. Um, so, we hope that like in this hiatus. 
that's a way to kind of bridge the gap and at least keep us active with all of you to chat with you as much as possible. Um, and then it's part of a bigger announcement as well. Like we've really expanded a lot of our tiers on YouTube memberships. And we've also opened a Patreon as well. Like even though we are taking this hiatus, we very much have taken the podcast seriously <laughs> for this year once we return. And in those uh, Patreon tiers, in those YouTube membership tiers, there's a bunch of benefits that you all get. And one of them is actually like a private channel with Rob and myself where you can ask us questions, know more about the podcast, etc. So all of those are going to be linked in the description below and in the pinned comment. Check it out. Support if you can. If you can't, don't stress whatsoever. The Discord itself is free. It's just the one channel that's restricted um, as a kind of a private chat with us. So that is that is pretty much the big announcement, Rob, and, and hopefully it mm-hmm. allows you to chat with everyone while you're gone. Yeah, well, and that's the whole idea. Now, with, with the, the Patreon and the memberships, do not feel obliged to to spend money on us. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this, was just, this was just an avenue for people who want to support to yeah. go down. That is all. People are asking about it, so we set it all up. That's it. The Discord... Yeah. So I am actually quite regular, regularly on Discord, mm-hmm. especially because when I'm, you know, trying to just space out, play some video games, it's always on my other screen. I'm always talking to my other friends there. Yeah. So it's very easy. I've I was, I've actually been a part of another channel, my own MMA channel, for a long time, but. Let's be honest, it's become a bit of a wild west in there, okay? <laughs> There's no regulations. This is actually the second iteration of the channel because the first one got nuked. <laughs> Jeez. It is. Yeah, so this new MMRK channel, I want, it's going to be modded. It's going to be regulated. Obviously, yeah. there is special tiers. Um, there are going to be rooms where you can ask, directly ask us questions. So, yeah. And, and it's where... If you ask in the other chat and we're just chatting away, I may like we may be on and we'll talk now and then, but the mm-hmm. other channels just get more notice because obviously when I'm at my computer, I'm going to go through those first, then jump yeah. onto the group. And if I don't feel like talking, I'm not going to talk, but I will mm. make an invested interest into the other chat groups uh, yeah. as as a way for me to give back for you guys giving to us. Right? It's it's <laughs> like a it's like a quid pro quo thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yes, this this was our idea to try and keep everyone engaged and keep the group together and keep all our, our fans and supporters together during this little break. Because obviously, over the next break, I've got a hard leg of camp. We're going to be playing mm. games. I'm always playing games. But then I fly overseas and then I'm pretty much sticky tapes to my computer. Like fight weeks for me is always just because yeah. there's no kids. There's no what. There's nothing to do. <laughs> there is just my video games, the training sessions until fight week actually starts. So I have plenty of time to just veg out there. And I'm sure you guys will have questions for me mm. or I'll just want to talk to you guys during those periods. For uh, sure. Yeah. So hopefully you guys can, you know, enjoy it, can, can be part of the group. And mm-hmm. yeah, I look forward to speaking to you all through that for the for the interim. Yeah, and, and I want to say, um, I, hopefully I'm speaking on behalf of most people watching the podcast, but I've seen these comments made constantly on all of our episodes where people are like, hey, Rob, you've got a fight upcoming. If you can't do an episode or you need to take a break mm-hmm. or whatever, please do that. And now that it, that's actually happening. So everyone has kind of highlighted that if that needs to happen at one stage, we all understand. I think everyone mm-hmm. understands Everyone wants you to focus on your fight and we support you 100% on it. Um, so it's exciting, man. I, I can't believe that you literally fight next month. It has crept up on us too quickly. 
<laughs> yeah, it flies. It, it really does fly, especially with Christmas and New Year's and everything happening. Because like, yeah, you're they're they're big events. So as you go to all your gatherings and festivities, mm-hmm. by the time they're all done, you're mid Jan. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's it's a it's a bit like that. Yeah, I will say though, um, before we get into kind of like the regular segments for for today's cast, I will almost certainly do a live reaction to USC two nine eight. Like as as I did last time, I think it's a lot of fun. Um, we all get to kind of chat watching you fight and and the rest of the fight. Even you know Volk's fighting too, so it's going to be a pretty cool one mm-hmm. um, to I do. Two of us is fighting as well. Two of us as well. All all the Aussies. So let, let us know. Justin Taffer. Yeah. Let us know if there's any anything else like that I could personally do while Rob is is training in and hiatus on a hiatus. Um, but I think that live stream is definitely something that that I'm gonna do and I plan. Mm. Um so yeah, man. <laughs> I think that's it. You know what would be crazy? You know what we should do? Mm. We should start a charity donation thing <laughs> and you have to cut as much weight as I cut. That's brutal. No, no <laughs> way. No Come way. Come on, man. Come on, everybody. Get behind us. Drop, drop, drop it in the comments. Like, let's make it. Let's make this real. Because how, how many kilos like are we fun. talking here? Because like, I walk around usually at around 70, 71 kilos. So, what am I oh, dropping to? Probably only about eight during the week. And how long do I have to do that? Oh, give I'll me a give few you a week, seven days. A week? No way. Yeah. I do. No way. That's what I got to do. <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a do. USC fighter. I, I don't need to <laughs> cut weight. You can't, you can't train to not eat. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not training. <laughs> no training needed, dude. You just stop eating. <laughs> Let's... Let's see if if we can kind yeah. of organize something fun around that. I think it's probably a good <laughs> way for me to get my weight down. <laughs> I've stitched you up so hard. You have. We didn't talk about this before. <laughs> no, we didn't. The fans are going to jump on this and they're going to love it. And I'm going to love it. It's going to going to be cool. It's going to be cool. I, I will say I should. I I reckon I should go down to 65 kilos. Like if I want to kind of like not be so self-conscious about my belly at the moment. 65, I think, is a good goal. Mate, we can do it in a week. Trust. Uh, I mean, sure. It, it'll mostly be water weight, but... <laughs> Trust <laughs> the process. See. So let's get into the regular segments. This is episode 31. We are going to be talking, of course, about UFC stuff first, games, news, what we've been watching, playing, reading, and, of course, viewer questions at the end. Rob, the biggest thing that happened in the past couple of days is UFC 297. We're going to talk about mm-hmm. Strickland versus Duplessis and get your thoughts on it and maybe any other fights that you happen to watch. But clearly the biggest news and the biggest controversy even is the main event from that card. What do you think? Controversy? What do you think? I don't know why it's controversial. I, I don't I, know I, why I, either. I, I genuinely I've don't. Seen, I've seen a lot of like other fighters and even Dana White himself saying like yeah, doesn't – didn't think he won the fight, yada, yada, yada. Mm. But, mate, I don't know. My opinion, I thought he won the fight. And I will say, and it, and I don't like blurring the lines, but I will okay. say congratulations to, to, to Drickus mm-hmm. because, mate, he wanted it. And I, I mentioned it in our – did we do a breakdown? I don't think we, we managed the time to do a breakdown. One no, day. no. But I spoke to a bunch of people and I said he's – a big, strong guy, mm-hmm. and he's awkward as hell to fight. But 
one of his things is like he goes out on his shield. He's not going to go away. He will not give up. He he'll need to leave that octagon on stretcher. And mate, that's exactly what he did. That's exactly what he showed. Mm. I I will say congratulations to the new champ because mate, he wanted it more. You know, in yeah. in in every everyone thought in the rounds, the championship rounds, four five, Strickland was going to start, you mm-hmm. know, getting it over him. Mate, Drickus did not go away. And you saw his face after the fight. You saw the jabs. Mate, the commentators and everybody and their friends wouldn't shut up about the jab. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> understandably, understandably, great yeah, jab. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And he threw it at Drickus' face about 7,000 times. Mm-hmm. But let's get let's let's give a little props to Drickus because didn't go away. Did not no. go away. Was thrown overhands from the start. To the literal finish, just mm-hmm. pushing into him, and I think he mentioned it in the in the post fight conference as well. It's just that, like he was beat up from it, and yeah. you only fight like that and fight through that, being hungry, wanting it, and being willing to leave it all there. And you know, honestly, honestly, so I said congratulations, and and I thought personally he won the fight. Yeah. Okay, I thought he just wanted it more. I gave him the later rounds. Obviously, first round, I, I thought it was close to first round even, but I gave that to Strickland. But yeah. I, I thought he 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 took the other rounds. Now, in my personal view, because I he beat me before and I want that rematch. I want to, to rematch him. Obviously, that's not what I'm thinking about at the moment. I want to fight Costa, but Drickus mm. is on a list of people I want to rematch. But seeing that fight from him, it it made me realize that I I did not prepare adequately for him. I did not give him the respect he deserves. I understand he was a hard and tough fighter, but I don't think I understood how tough and strong and hungry he really was. Yeah. And uh, you know, respect to that. I won't make that mistake again. Yeah. But I thought he won that fight. What about yourself? Yeah. I so the honest answer is I think a lot of people had their immediate reactions like right up after the fight and then you have time to think about it watch the replays and hindsight's always 2020. 20. Immediately, I can't lie, I thought it was Sean Strickland. Um but then I had to time to think about it and at the end of the day it was a very incredibly close fight, right? And I see a lot of people that were arguing about it saying, well, Strickland, you know, had more significant strikes and blah, 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 blah. And the the thing that I'll go back to, even though I initially thought Sean won, I was like, hold on, like not all strikes are equal. A lot of the strikes that Strickland threw were jabs and they were very good, but there were a lot of jabs, especially jabs moving backwards. And they did do damage. But how do you compare that against the strikes that Trickers was landing? Again, as you mentioned, Rob, a lot of those broad over overhands really getting in there arguably doing more damage per punch the thing that i wanted to say is that on paper you can't just compare those numbers and they say oh in this round strickland got more significant strikes and therefore he should have won because Hmm. it just discounts it pretty much not all significant strikes are equal and that also doesn't take into account all the takedowns that trickers did did they do that much damage in the end of the day probably not but when you account for all of those things i can absolutely see why trickers won that fight in the in the eyes of at least two of the judges anyways and then i watched a few breakdowns of like the weasel for instance 
you're pretty much comparing, like, what do you think was better in terms of damage? Strickland's jabs, which there are more of, or Trickus's overhands and, and bigger punches, which there are less of, but they probably did more damage per punch. Mm. That, that's why I think everyone is is really torn on this fight. I and mean, you can go either way. That's why one of the judges called it for Strickland and the other two called it for Trickus. I don't mm. think either decision or either way is is the wrong answer, but it's not a robbery. It was a very, very close yeah, fight. Yeah, I... You're right. I don't believe it was a, war- a robbery by any means as well. Yeah. Um, you know, it, I'm sh- the fact that Drickus was going forward 95% mm. of the fight I'm sh- has to play a, a factor. For sure. Drickus also landed takedowns, like a lot of takedowns, mm-hmm. and he, he, he closed rounds with takedowns. Like that's all got to go into consideration. Not to mention Drickus was landing a lot of kicks as well. Mm-hmm. I think he was he was working a lot of angles. I, I don't know. I thought I thought even directly after fight, I thought Drickus won. I did. Fair. I, I understand how close it is, and I could also see like if Strickland got his hand raised, it would have been. I would have thought like, well, I thought Drickus won, but is yeah. what it is, sort of thing. Because you know, I wouldn't have gone straight to my notebook and wrote letters, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw Dana White mention something like he he believes that. Uh, championship belts need to be taken, you know, like, mm. uh, and I, that's a hard concept to, to wrap your head around because <laughs> Sean kind of just <laughs> beat easy on points too, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that, yeah. That controversy was a weird one to me. Like, so I, I saw this big tweet and went viral of someone saying, it's not the exact words, but I thought that contenders need to take the champion cha- championship away from the champion. They, they need mm. to really beat them, and in those close fights, usually the the judges go towards the towards the champion. And obviously, that's not a hard rule. Obviously, that's not mm. written down, and that's not how fights should be ruled or, or, or judged. Um, I think that's coming from a lot of fights in the past where you had it, you know, for the for the title, and they've been very close. Oftentimes, I think we've even referenced this on the podcast, oftentimes you feel the judges do go towards the champion. And heck, I'll say it, in, a, in, in some of the fights that, um, that Izzy won when he was champion, barely scraped through. And some people thought, well, you're, he only got the win because he was the champion at the time. And therefore, you know, if you're the contender, you need to do much more than that to, to get the title away from them. I think that's mm. where it's coming from. But clearly, like, that's not how fights should be ruled. Yeah, it's it's a very hard thing. Like, because like you said, it's not written anywhere. And th- so it's mm. kind of based on perspective. Yeah. And opinions. gut feel. So it, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, just like a gut feel of how you how you feel at the moment, at the time. You yeah. Know, I was like that. I fought Izzy that second time and I believe I beat him. But so do many people, bro. It, so do many. Yeah, yeah. and but that's what I mean. Like it's it's just is what it is. Like mm. got it is what it is. It's a weird judging is has always been this kind of voodoo <laughs> mystical place Lick your finger, put it in the air. Yeah. It, yeah. It, yeah, it, can, it, it can go any way. It can go crazy. But yeah. opinions, you know, my opinions, I thought Drickus won. Yeah, that's right? fair. I, I, I am – mate, he's tough, isn't he? He's awkward. He really is. He? Like he was throwing overhands, left overhands, right overhands, 
from the start to the finish. (laughs) He was throwing overhands, not even looking where he was throwing them. He was just barreling in. (laughs) Am I right? And and he like he was switching stances constantly. Spent as much time as Southpaw as he did Orthodox, which got to give him credit for because he 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 did well in those stances. He had attacks. He landed head kicks on on Strickland several times. It's uh. Yeah, he's such a big, strong, awkward guy to fight, mm. but he can fight well. You have to give him that. And yeah, yeah congratulations to the new champ. The, the thing that, that got me, um, I don't know, I was just, I didn't know what happened to Strickland when you compared that fight versus to, you know, when he fought Izzy. Um, it, it felt like he thought Drickus would gas himself out, especially after all those jabs. And then he thought maybe by the fourth round, I could really get on top of him. And then I, I actually thought that Drickers won the fourth as well. Um, and then mm. he realized in the fifth round, too late, crap, I've got to really give it to this guy. And that's why I gave Strickland the fifth round. Um, wh- like, was he pacing himself too much? Was he relying too much on that jab? Like, did he think that those jabs were doing enough in the eyes of the judges? Because I... I didn't get that same sense of hunger from him until the la- well, the first round. Obviously, he won, but until that last round, I didn't get the same sense of hunger that he had clearly mm. for the entirety of that fight against Izzy. It was a night and day difference for me. Yeah, I think I think he struggled to get his feet under him because. Mm. Sh- Drickus is such an awkward guy. The fact he was changing stance the entire time, pushing that pace the entire time. He was giving Strickland a lot of looks. He was using his legs. He was going for takedowns. He was throwing overhands. And obviously, he was throwing that overhand because of the way Strickland leans back over his shoulder. Yeah. So this fight style was very much catered towards Strickland. And I think him doing that for the entire five rounds, having that sort of – that that discipline to follow the game plan through for those rounds. Mm. Mate, they I just think Strickland found it really hard to get his feet under him. You know, yeah. as someone who's fought Drickers, he is awkward to fight him there. It, it is it's yeah. he's just awkward. He's awkward. So it's it's hard to find your own footing because to I think Strickland does very well when he's kind of dictating what's going on, when he's pressuring yeah. you, uh, peppering you with the jab making you very wary of the jab, keeping keeping you on your toes with that, and then he kind of decides which way he wants to go after the fact. Yeah. But, mate, he was getting – he, yeah, he was getting pushed the entire fight. Like, he's landing jabs. He was landing mm. jabs. His jab is beautiful, and he was <laughs> landing so many of them. So but many of them. Drickish was just moving forward, mate. He was – yeah. Yeah, he was just relentless. Yeah, and, and if I was to sim- over, oversimplify it, but it is those jabs – which there were more of versus the the harder punches, the overhands that Drickers was landing. And that's why I think this this result was so controversial because some people thought the jabs did more and other people thought the the lower number or smaller number of overhand punches and harder punches did more. So either way, I don't think this is a robbery. I think it was a very close fight. What I will say though is there is like why are people asking for an immediate rematch? Can, can we stop with this whole immediate rematch thing? He... Didn't have yeah. any title defenses. Izzy did not get an immediate rematch the second time around when he lost to Strickland. Mm-hmm. I really think regardless, unless it was a clear daylight robbery, like there was a, a groin shot that was missed or there was it was kicked in the head and the referee missed it or something like that, right? 
unless it's a clear daylight robbery, it, there can't be an immediate rematch for someone that didn't have any title defenses. In my in my opinion, that, definitely it, it stalls the division for too long. I don't like rematches at all. Like mm. I think you give rematches to to dudes that have had like twelve defenses. Yeah, you know, and then they had like like Nunez. <laughs> They yeah. have that shocking loss, and you're like, "What happened?" Yeah, and then run it back. She gets back because that was <laughs> yeah, because that was her off night. Yeah, but I think it's good for the division. We got a new champ now. We got new yeah. options, new contenders, new challenges. Things mm-hmm. are moving again. It's 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 good for the division. It's good for the division. You know who could be next? <laughs> and it's uh, there was a lot fun. of talk about that, bro. Like, um, if I was to bet, if I was a betting man, I think they would probably get, especially because Drick has caught him out. If if they would, if it was able to be done at UFC 300, Drickers versus Izzy, that feel because they have they have a bit of bad blood. There's a there's a history there. They've already got the standoff that they had in the middle of the ring. Um, I think that's the obvious answer and people have been saying that USC 300 really needs that big title shot or, or title fight and people aren't really feeling Bilal and Leon Edwards at least a headline for USC 300 this is a slam dunk if, if Dana can get it done mm. Um, mm, but then mm, what mm. does that leave for Strickland maybe Strickland fights Hamza that, I think that could be a good thing because I don't think Hamza should be anywhere near the title opportunity at least for another two fights USC might mm. disagree um, so that that would be my guess, my estimate. Yep, I agree. I agree yeah. with all that. Yeah. So, were there any other fights that you wanted to chat about um, from UFC two nine seven? I mainly focused on the main event. Um, these sort of these fight cards make me antsy. Like I, I <laughs> when these cards come up and there's like a big middleweight fight or a middleweight fight that I'm invested in. Especially mm. maybe it's because I'm in camp too. I'm antsy, dude. I can't sit down. I'm walking around the house, pacing. Yeah. Like, I don't know, going for a swim, coming back out, seeing the fights. <laughs> like I just got to be moving, got to be doing stuff. So I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why, but it just is. You know. No, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, overall, like I thought it was a pretty until the main event. It was a pretty average card, um, especially the the women's women's bent and weight fight. The fact that it ended with with Bueno Silva on her back was just crazy to me. Um, like Pennington mm-hmm. won, good on her. She was tough, but I thought. The rest of the card was a little bit of a letdown in places, anyways. But regardless, yep. you know, let's let's move on to games news. And Rob, there is only one bit of games news that we need to talk about today, and that is Taking Pal the World by Storm, dude. This game is ridiculous. It is actually ridiculous. It is breaking like every record in the book. Um, it has like over a million concurrent players on Steam. It sold five million copies in just a few days or its first week. Everyone's loving it, and it's not without controversy. You said that you bought it, but you haven't played it yet. What is your just opinion yep. on what is happening with Power World? Oh, so I bought it today, yeah, uh, like literally maybe two hours ago, just because I think I get FOMO with video games, eh? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think if if everyone's playing a certain game and they love it, yeah. Like I get FOMO and I'm like, man, I have to see what it is because like I bought it, but there's nothing really pulling me to play it. I've never really mm. been massive into Pokemon. I've never really been massive into any sort of pet games. I don't like it when I can't, when I'm not the main character. Like, yeah, fair. Like Ash Ketchum isn't the main character. He's Pokemon mm. right? Ash is just some annoying whiny dude, right? <laughs> um 
you know, and that's a funny segue because I guess that's the way the controversy comes with Power World is like yeah. there's a hundred or so pals, I think they're called, mm. and everyone's saying that it's a ripoff of Pokemon. A lot of the controversy with Power World is coming from the fact that, you know, let's be real, there are a lot of similarities with the pals or the, or the Power World monsters to actual Pokemon. Now, I've yet to see actual evidence, hard evidence, that these are straight-up copies and, and, and Power World's designer or, or developer really just straight-out stole all of these Pokemon designs. There's been a lot of accusations that they used AI to kind of generate new designs based on Pokemon's designs. But to say that there are similarities and influences is a big stretch from saying that they're straight-out copies and, and, it's, and it's plagiarism. Um, it's a big accusation uh, accusation to make. And I think like they could call it a parody. It's very very clearly a parody. And if anything, like the game actually plays more like Ark, it, it, from what I'm told, than Pokemon. So I, I would love to look more into it and, and these accusations to see whether they're founded. But right now, I'm just not seeing it. That being said... I don't. Mm. I don't think I'm drawn to the to the game. I, I know. I don't know if I'm going to play it. Yeah, I um, like I said, I bought it. I bought it. And I don't even know if I'm going to play it. It's just <laughs> how uh, much was it? Out of even, curiosity, I think it was only about forty bucks. That's not so bad. It's like reasonably yeah. reasonably priced as well. Yeah. Uh, I will say that similarities to Pokemon, mate. How do you have any sort of pet battler? That doesn't have similarities. You can't to Pokemon. Can't. Like yeah. the the whole Pokemon Pokeball idea is so huge and widespread. Even Ark, even Ark had Pokeballs. Like <laughs> they had started having like little capture balls, yeah, so yeah. that you could instead of having your your pets always follow you, you could mm. put them in Pokeballs, dude. Yeah, um, yeah, you can <clears throat> you can look at. You can look at it and and look at the color schemes, maybe, and maybe some of the yeah. shape and textures. But mate, like I said, there's like seven hundred Pokemon nowadays. Yeah, like more, maybe. Like it, they're so widespread. It, it, I could draw you a picture, and it'd be hard pressed not to mm-hmm. find a Pokemon that it would look similar to. <laughs> yeah, and that's why copyright yeah, right. is so difficult to to approach. I've read a lot of stuff over the past week, and for those of you that don't know, like I, this is what I used to do as a job. I used to be a lawyer in the games industry. Um, pretty much, if Nintendo or the Pokemon Company were to try and bring a case against them, they would have to find straight out copying. Because anything that's kind of similar, um, maybe if you squint and you can look at it and you can't tell the difference between the two, maybe that they will have a case there. But unless it's straight out copying and it's very blatant, then they're going to be very hard pressed, in my opinion, to to bring a case against against um, PowerWords mm. developer. I just I don't see it happening. And there have been games, as you said, Rob Ark, but Temtem is another one. Pokemon didn't really do anything against them. And going all the way back, like. Pokemon didn't create the whole concept of of battling monsters and capturing monsters. Mm. Like people have drawn the comparisons to Dragon Quest back in the day, and how maybe not as similar, but still some similarity in, in design and influence between those and, and actual Pokemon. Mm. And there's over seven hundred of them. That's why copyright it, it can't be too stringent. Otherwise, there would be literally no way for anyone to make any game ever. Yeah, it would just and be there's too hard. Like there's Digimon as well. I think Power would well. actually may have. Closer similarities to, to Digimon. 100%. Um, yeah. Like, I always like Digimon more than Pokemon. 
Just oh, that's a big call. Really? Really? <laughs> I have. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> I don't know. They were just cooler. They're, they were cooler. Uh, to me anyway. I, I've never been big into having lots of lots of pets. Like I liked how the kids in Digimon had one pet. Yeah. But, so away from the controversial side of Power World, mm. Power World looks pretty fun if you're into that. It, it does. Um, oh, how do I even say this? It's like if you liked Pokemon Arceus. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good, that's a good call. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you like Pokemon Arceus, dude, Power World's up your alley. Uh, With guns? I have seen, <laughs> there's like a bit of a dark humor to it. So it's yeah. like, you can like enslave these mm-hmm. creatures. So you can get them like running, like farming and running generators and like literal slave labor. And yeah. <laughs> And you can kill them and eat them, which is pretty full on. Like your character can get guns, and you can go around. So you can help your your little dudes in 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 battle by just mm. shooting the other animals. <laughs> this is pretty wild, dude. It, it's kind of poking fun at a lot of the um the aspects of Pokemon that go with that saying. Like if you think yeah. about it, in Pokemon, you're literally capturing monsters and forcing them to battle against their will, right? They didn't mm. want to be captured in the first place. And Pokemon is a bit more tongue-in-cheek. It's a kid's game, whatever. But Power like, no, 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 no. If we're going to take that concept, let's really run with it. You yeah. are capturing these things. You are forcing them to do stuff. Like, yeah. And, and I will say as a, as a general thing, I actually do think Power World is doing a lot of what people have wanted Game Freak to do for a very long time. Big open mm. world, actual proper game <clears throat> where you can play with other people as well because there is like up to 32 people whatever it is on steam less on xbox um people have wanted this style of game from pokemon for a while and game Mm. freak has really stuck in its ways and not innovated a lot and that's why they're getting more and more you know pushback every release that they do yeah and i don't know you can capture humans dude (laughs) you can can capture actual people (laughs) it's it's pretty crazy Put them in Pokeballs. Like I'm, I'm down for that. Again, I don't know if I'm going to make the leap and actually play it because yeah, I, I've never liked pet games. I've never really. I want to be the main character. I want. Fair. I've been actually looking up on Reddit. It's like, can you play Power World without pals? Like, <laughs> just to see if I can, <laughs> if I can like get some machine guns and just go trigger yeah, happy yeah. on that. No, <laughs> you know no what deal. I mean? Yeah. Um, but. I don't know. I bought it now, so I'm, I may may switch it on. It may sure. get refundable. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I, well, you know what's funny yeah. though? I did play because this was made by Pocket Pair. I did play Craftopia, and I like still mucking oh, around with Craftopia. Really? And uh, everyone's saying that Craftopia was kind of like the jank uh, testing grounds yeah. <laughs> for Power World because yeah. Power World is so smooth, but Craftopia is so jank sometimes. <laughs> but I'm hoping they don't just abandon Craftopia because of that. But yeah, oh, they, Power they World, probably I, um, will, Rob. I'm just going to say <laughs> this know, game has all what, the attention. You know, what, <laughs> oh, you know what is making me want to play it though? Yeah. I want to jump in, build a little base and start a guild. I want to start a guild mm. with my friends, maybe our Discord members. Maybe I start a Discord guild and we just go around rampaging and slaving the entire world. You should mm. play Power World mm. 
while you're over in camp because you said you have a lot of time to play games. Um, that's actually not Too a bad much shout. Time. That's that's a bad Too shout. That's not time. a bad shout. Play right. some power. Let me know, guys, if you guys would join <laughs> my, my pal guild. <laughs> Feels stupid saying it. We'll come, come up with a better name. Join me. <laughs> yeah, but, but that is that is all the games news. To, like that was by far the biggest piece of news. Um, mm-hmm. So Rob, let's talk about what we've been watching, playing, and reading. It has been a few weeks. Mm-hmm. So what have you been getting up to? Anything new that you've been playing, watching, or reading? Okay, so watching wise, I finally did it. I rewatched season one of Goblin Slayer, oh, so yeah. that I could watch season two. And nice. honestly, like once you numb yourself to like what the goblins do, it's not that. It's not that bad of an anime. Like it's, it's. I think it's shocking at first because you don't really see that mm. side of anime, just like yeah. Power World and Pokemon, right? But <laughs> yeah. But once you get past that part, it's few and far between those mm. moments, and it's. I don't know. It's almost like. I feel like it's slower. It's it's slow. It's it's like a slice of life almost, dude. It just treats killing goblins like a day job. <laughs> got it. <laughs> got to give it to him. <laughs> it's like, it's Fair like, enough. It's like an electrician going to work in the morning. That's that's just who he is. <laughs> um, it annoys me that he's not stronger, but like, yeah, yeah, he's really good at killing goblins. But I wouldn't mind him just being godlike at some point. But mm. not yet. Fair I enough. think about halfway through season two or something like that. But yeah. I haven't been watching anything else, just that. Oh, actually, you know what? I've been watching a TV show called Alone. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. Is it good? It's like 10 rea- – it's a reality TV show and 10 people are thrown out into like the Alaskan woods or whatever, separated, and whoever lasts the longest wins. And they're only allowed to take 10, 10 pieces of survival gear with them. And apparently all these guys are – survival experts but dude i swear to god some of these people some of these people man are just joe blows like they're, they're like me they're just youtube how to survive in alaska <laughs> like because they're absolutely hopeless but they're gonna bomb shelter in the backyard bit. those kinds of people mate they set up a tent there's like like the tarp is just over their head it is raining and it's stormy and he's cold uh, it's just stupid but that's you know, funny. i don't know it's not a bad show I'm, Fair. I'm hoping it gets better. All right. it's, not, it's not bad right now. Yeah. In have you been playing anything of, at all? Playing? What have I been playing? Um, I, I know you, you've pretty, been in between setting up your computers as well. So I have. I have. I, I've been pretty into – I had a few weeks there where I was really into Caves of Card. Okay. If you haven't sussed out Caves of Card, it is a roguelike – game it's not visually the most amazing game i'm gonna blow your socks Mm. off it's 2d actually but if you get past that and and really look into the layers of depth in the game it is unreal it's unreal (laughs) like it is it's too hard for me to explain but and it it is hard you gotta learn the controls you gotta learn like old school roguelike controls where you use the numpad to walk and yeah like 900 hotkeys to to do different things, but mm. it's really good. I okay. jumped back into Dark Souls 2 with my friend. Nice. Hell yeah. Dark Souls 2, you know, it's it's like the black sheep of the franchise because they introduced a mechanic called adaptability. It's a stat, and it it directly relates to the statistic of agility, which directly relates to your iframes when rolling. Right. So if you if you have <laughs> 
crappy ad- adaptability, you have like no iframes when you roll, when you do like your dodge yeah. roll, right? Yeah. So I think a lot of people jumped into that game. They they didn't understand that mechanic. They didn't understand that that stat and the importance of it. So it just felt like they were getting hit all the time every time they're rolling. Mm. And I don't know. It's it's got a lot of cool mechanics in it, and it's still so alive, man. Like I get invaded yeah. still in Dark Souls too. Um, That's crazy. By 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 like random people, and there's <laughs> other signs you can put up to, for assistance for co-op and everything as well. Still, so yeah. like it's so alive still. I've been teetering on the edge of starting Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen to prepare for the sequel. <clears throat> well, that's the thing. Like, apparently, Dark Dark Arisen's like really good. I, I remember jumping into it. I played a little bit. Mm. Didn't hold me for too long, and I left it. But I've been seeing a lot of stuff in preparation for two that people mm. going back and playing and whatever. And I don't. It comes out in the new one comes out in March. I don't know if there's enough time to really play Dog Dragon's Dogma, the first one. Yeah. Before the second one comes out, it's like I don't know what to do. I'm very lost. Very lost on what you've I. You've got. You've got to pick one game, like Power World, Dragon's Dogma, like. What what is the most important to you to play this year, and what do you need to play to prepare for that? I'm it feels like it's I Dragon's, Dragon's Dogma. I want to play Dragon Dogs one too. I can't wait till that comes out. But yeah. I don't know if I should play the first one because yeah, maybe you don't need to. What if I get uh, what if I get really into it? Is there enough time for me to play it properly mm. before the second one comes out? Mm. It's funny. So this topic came up with um. Uh, the next Yakuza game, Like a Dragon. I think mm-hmm. that's the game where they've adopted the mechanic where your main character ha- like loses his memory at the start and has to recap everything or get told everything that happened in the first game. Um, I say first mm-hmm. game. There's been many, but like the reboot, the last game, um, that's what they do to catch people up. I think I think a lot of long-running series, and Dragon's Dogma is not long-running um, in that sense, but I think a lot of series, Final Fantasy, kind of similar, not really because the stories are independent. But there's a lot of series yeah. where they have they know people can't play the previous 13 games, right? They're just mm. going to jump into a new one, if, and if they're completely lost, they're going to back out. I think every game to an extent, regardless of whether it's a sequel or not, or like a direct sequel or not, they need to bridge the gap. They need to make sure that all people are able to play it, regardless of whether they played your previous games or mm. not. Yeah, or just like a little bit of a lore run. Yeah, just quickly. like a recap. That's all you yeah. need. But that's what I've been doing. What have you been yeah. doing? Um, so I've been slowly but surely getting through Final Fantasy 16. It's been the game for me. I don't know what it is about PlayStation exclusives. I play them at like what, like 30 minutes or an hour to maybe even two hours at a time, and then I'll just not touch it for a few days or even weeks. I've put like 40 hours into Final Fantasy 16. I still I think I stick I have like two or three bosses to go. So slowly getting through it eventually i'll finish it um but that's been the main game that i've been playing in terms of watching did you ever play onimusha on playstation it's like onimusha. the yeah it's the samurai game about oni and, and stuff I, I never played the game but netflix has done an anime adaptation based on it, a very loose one from what i hear so mm. i watched that on netflix and i was so disappointed by the end of it it had so much promise to be really cool. <laughs> uh, so, Rob, it was one of those weird, and maybe you have a, another similar comparison, but you know those anime that feel one-shot? Like, you're you're watching this thing, 
And it's not attempting to build any broader lore or backstory or hint at anything in the future. It was, it felt very self-contained. So much so to the stage, I got to the end of it and I was like, what the hell did I watch that for? Like, it just it just <laughs> let me down so much by the end of it. It started off with a lot of promise too. And then pretty much, I don't want to spoil it for anyone that is actually interested, but I was just let down by the end of it. I wouldn't recommend yeah, it. Yeah. I feel like those animes have a real lack of character depth. They don't try yeah, 100%. to build the characters. They don't try to make you want to know these characters. They just, yeah. this is Glenn. Glenn fight yeah. monster. <laughs> Dude, that's literally how his like like the main antagonist was introduced. It was like this was your rival. Oh no! And then they start fighting to the death. That's literally how the main boss fight goes. It's so stupid. Oh, I got. Oh, I was so disappointed because it actually had promise, and I liked the first episode or so. Anyways, yeah. that's that's what I've been watching. Um, I've been told so. A friend of mine um has recommended me an anime, and Rob, I wanted to know if you've um watched it. Uh, so, have you been watching? Uh, what's it's solo leveling? Have you have you watched solo leveling yet? No, that's just come out this season. Um, okay, so you gotta wait. I read the the light novel though. I think it was, I think it was published on like a what's it called? Those websites uh, when they're web novels. Oh yeah. Web yeah, novels. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think it was published on those for a long. I remember reading about it like reading probably the first book okay the second book it was cool. all right i think it's korean if i'm not mm. mistaken well i'm keen know. to check apparently, it out apparently it's got good animation scenes though i haven't i think there are, there's only like three episodes out at the moment though yeah yeah it, do you know the like we were talking about this before the ratings on country roll can't be trusted like 4.5 above is usually like amazing and incredible, but in Crunchyroll, anything from 4.5 to no. 4.6 is like average. But oh, this man. is if this is 4.9. If it's not 4.9, you're not yeah. watching it. Yeah, this this <laughs> is 4.9. <laughs> it's actually anything less than 4.9, you got problems. Like <laughs> <laughs> Crunchyroll oh, fans are so generous, bro. Honestly. Uh, that, like, I remember, uh, I can't remember what, what show it was. I, I watched this show that was like, oh, yeah, 4.5. That's really good. Trash. And like, what the Damn, hell are you giving point, a 4.5 to? 4.5 in Crunchyroll statistics is like zero. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like it's zero, so actual true. zero. It's so yeah, true. It's, yeah. Um, but I do want to watch Solo You know what you should watch? You should watch Gate. Gate. I know you've told me that, but it's not on Crunchyroll. I, I've looked for <sighs> it. Yeah, you're right. But I think actually there's a lot of good ones that aren't on Crunchyroll at the moment. Right? Yeah, it's because here so, we have all of ours still split between Funimation for some stupid reason, even though they're owned by the same company now. Half the yeah, catalog is I, there in Australia. It's oh, they've, Bloody hell. They've, they've gotten me before. I was subscribed to both at one point. And can so I say, <laughs> yeah. whoever keeps hacking Crunchyroll <laughs> and what do you changing mean? my password, like my password in Crunchyroll gets changed every, like every few months. Crunchyroll gets hacked like you would not believe. Really, like That's you would crazy. not believe. Let me know, guys, if anyone of you have that problem. But <laughs> me, like Crunchyroll, my my account gets hacked consistently and you know what it happened one time and i didn't even care i was like well, you know what we can share but then yep. he started unfavoriting my wish list and i was like you 
Like, who do you think you are to to hack my account and then I let you just keep rolling with it? Because you could have seen my history. Obviously, I'm still watching it. And then you start changing my watch list. That is just rude. That's hilarious, bro. These hackers have no manners. (laughs) But, bro, that, that, that has been it for me. Um. So let's move on to the to the final segment. We do have your mm-hmm. questions. As as we've always mentioned, we've always built a list. We always make sure to cover as many of them as possible. So if you have kept questions from episode 30, let's start off with a Huey19 says, question for you both. Other than anime, do you watch any movie slash series? And if so, what are your faves? Rob? Hmm. Uh, it's a hard question. Like, I don't. Not so much anymore. Back in the day, like throughout my life, I've watched a lot of series, I believe. Mm, mm. Um, Some of my faves, like if we're talking like real series, some of my favorites would probably, I really got into Supernatural when I was younger. I got into House. House? Really? Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. Really liked that for some reason. I really got into the originals, which Mm. is, I think, the. It's like the series after Vampire Diaries. Yeah. So I really got into that. I didn't start watching it, but my wife was watching it around me a lot. And then I uh, just ended up getting hooked. And that was the OC. (laughs) 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 Like it was just on all the time. And eventually I just. I just wanted to know what would happen and I just kept getting closer and closer and then I was just sitting next to her watching it, you know. It happens to the best of us. What's, what's one I watched, what's one I watched lastly? Um, I can't remember what it's called. It's it's it was, it's like a creepy one when the dude's like a killer, but it's, I feel that, like it's called what, something That's what narrowing like it down. <laughs> myself, I spy, I see. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Uh, it's the uh, dude from Gossip Girl. What's his name? Um, you? You, you, you. It is you. You, you know what it's called? I like you. Um, but I, it, I it kind the of went off the rails a little picked bit. Up the fourth. <laughs> oh, don't do that. No. <laughs> dude, um, dude, the fourth was so departed from the rest of the series that it felt like I was watching episode one. Yeah, no, but like, the, the problem is like you, you miss a lot of the nuance and why, like what happened in season four. He's the way he's, he's like that because of all the previous seasons, yeah, all the crap that yeah, happened. You, there's that many bloody flashbacks in it. I worked it out. <laughs> ah, but um, the first season's so good. Like, ah, uh, you need to you need to rewatch it. In terms of movies, like I like a lot of the Marvel movies, as long mm-hmm. as the superhero is cool. Yeah. Uh, so pretty much the Hulk and Iron Man, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't want to go through every movie I like, but Fair. I don't. Well, know. look, your turn. I'll- I'll I'll give I'll give just like one or two from each category. So TV series, one that my wife and I always go back to is Scrubs. Scrubs we rewatch once a year because it's one of those shows where you can just have on in the background and not think about it. Scroll your phone because you've watched everything, you know all the jokes. It's such comfort mm. food watching. So Scrubs for sure, but in terms of um movies, <coughs> John Wick I'm rewatching John Wick for like the really? fourth or fifth time, bro. It's so good. I love it's John Wick so much. It's not good. Now come it on, no, come on, good. Rob. It is. It really is. Nah, dude, it, it's not that good. 
It is. It's it's cringy it's at times, not- and it doesn't make sense, but it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. I reckon the comment section will disagree with you. I think there is a there is a cohort that vigorously supports John Wick. It's a oh, cult yeah. classic. He's he's got he's got a cult following, but I don't think it's a good. Well, movie. not just because of Keanu. It, it is partly Keanu, but just I don't know. Just the the series around it, the lore. I, I love it. I, I love uh, John Wick. So that would be oh. my my shout for movies. Um, Next question is from Connor Fowler. Says, question for Rob. With your new habit of going to the bathroom while recording, have you ever needed to go to the bathroom during a fight? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. But like leading up to a fight, I get um, obviously a lot of pressure. I get really nervous. So I'm like Mm. nervous going bathroom a lot. (laughs) Fair. Like in lead up. And then generally um, I'm good by the time I walk out. Next question is from Bruno Barbosa four four five seven. Oh wait, wait! Before we before we go on, can I also elaborate on like why I'm why I have to go bathroom all the time? I was, I was trying to save you podcasts. from that. All right, go. On. No, it's because <laughs> we we record these late in the um like at the beginning of the night, mm. and I've done my sessions throughout the day, and I am so dehydrated that I just spend the rest of the night drinking water, drinking salts, drinking electrolytes constantly. You've seen me drink heaps already today. Like I have to keep drinking water to try and hydrate before I go to bed. Yeah. So, yeah. Don't you need to get up and pee then, like constantly before bed, like during the night? Oh, I don't know how you do it. At least once. I hate it. I hate I getting up to pee. That's is. the worst thing in the world. It is what it is. It is fair, what it is. Fair. <laughs> Next question is from Bruno Barbosa. Question for both of you. If you had to pick one martial art to do for eternity, what would it be? And MMA does not count. Wing Chun. Wing Chun, really? Yeah, dude. Yeah, Kung Fu. Let's just mm. because mm. I feel like you could do that young. You could do that super old. If I had to do it forever, I feel like there'd be some really good enlightenment yeah. doing it. Fair. That's fair. Mm. I, I I would say uh, for me it's karate, and it's because I train with my dad. It's like you know, it's nostalgic for me. I could go back to karate whenever, pick it up, and, and I'll love it again. So it, it would definitely mm. be that for me. Um, next question is Blob the Bloob. Question for Rob. What's the difference in preparation for a fight that takes place close to home, Australia, as opposed to fighting somewhere further away? Uh, generally, not much. It's uh, it's usually just like the last two weeks at the camp. So okay. if it's in the States, like, like next fight, I leave 10 days early. If it's mm. not, don't need to leave. That's... Mm pretty much it because and and during and during those last two weeks that's when you're trying to adjust for mm. the fight time so i think it's got to be at n- night time there's a pay-per-view card so this means like last fight will probably be around midnight sometimes so right that means the sessions are going to have to start later in the day gonna have to try and sleep in during the morning it just takes mm. a little adjusting it's mm. just the last two weeks can i can i ask you um mm. i don't know how many times that you've fought at altitude how much of a factor does that make for those of us? Never that fought don't at altitude. So never. I, I You've never fought at altitude. Yeah. Can't comment on it. Wow. Okay. I thought you had at least one in there. Fair enough. Because like you, you always hear about it and how hard <laughs> it is and how it affects people's cardio. So I've always wanted to know I've, the I, process. Into I've it. trained at altitude though. So how hard um, is it? It's different. Yeah, it is different. You just mm. gas faster. Yeah. Is that mm. good though? Like it, it's kind of like hyperbolic time chamber, Dragon Ball. 
and it makes you better. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the science says, to be honest. Yeah. Because like it's it's like I feel like it would be similar to, you know, when you're like holding weights and you throw punches and then you drop the yeah, weights and yeah. your arms feels you feel like Yee! Yeah. <laughs> like I feel like That's it'd what be I always some, thought. what similar to that, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, I don't know if you remember that scene of Piccolo where he has his armor and then he throws it to the yeah. ground and it cracks the ground. He's like, all right, I'm yeah. ready now. I always thought it's like that. Uh, last question is from Kalako Green Addict 1888. Question for both of you. What makes a good boss fight in a video oh, game? Man. Oh, man. That's it depends. Tricky. I would say it depends on the genre, obviously. Um like if you, I think it's a different answer if you're playing Elden Ring versus if you're playing like a Bethesda game or just a more chill open world RPG. You know what I mean? Um, what this is the thing that I'll say. This is the first thing that I thought of when I read this question. The boss can't be a bullet sponge, and because it just it's just not fun to me. And that's the one criticism that I'll give towards Final Fantasy 16 at times because I'm playing it. At times you're like I'm not doing any damage. Like what the hell is going on? Um, I, I don't like bosses that are bullet sponges because that just takes mm. the fun out of it a little bit. Make it a bit more fun. I think the Dark Souls series has the best bosses, period. Why okay? is that? I think I I just I don't know. I'm 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 very biased though because I like the combat style of those games. I like mm. you know the the tightrope you have to walk sometimes between living and dying. Yeah. But also, you can be super strong and still struggle against bosses because yeah. they're super strong. Or you can be super weak and do very well against bosses mm. just because you're that good. It's it's one of those games where like – and it gets me through because there, there are heaps of times and bosses where I'm getting smacked around and then I mm. just remind myself that some naked – some dude's done this run naked <laughs> punching it. With a pumpkin like, on its head. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. He, and he did the entire three games yeah, <laughs> at yeah. once, not dying. Like, okay, I can do this. Yeah, and I just feel like having that, being able to do that is amazing of itself. If I had to, you know what? I really, I'm going to use an example: the Fume Knight in Dark Souls Two. That mm-hmm. uh, that was a really good boss fight because it's just he has two phases. So the half phase he starts, I think. Yeah, he fires up his weapons or whatever, but it's just a it's just a good fight. There's no, it's just a good fight. You got to mm. got to be in it. You got to dodge right. You got to attack right. You got to can't be making mistakes. It's just mm. a it's just a really good fight. It it makes you want to quit when you get smacked around, but then you feel a sense of accomplishment when you do it. I don't mm. know. I think yeah, I think the the FromSoft have the best bosses. I will say that about FromSoft. I. I think as a whole, and I think there are exceptions for the, some of the games that I've played, but as a whole, I think they do a pretty good job not making it feel really unfair. Like with most bosses, yeah, you're going to die a lot, but they have patterns and, and things that you can learn and you slowly get better and mm. you get better. And then when you actually beat the boss, it's really satisfying. And I think for the most part, I've never felt like a boss is completely unfair in Elden Ring or some of the earlier Dark Souls games. I'm sure there are exceptions and people would let us know in the comments below. But generally, I, I agree with that. I think they do boss fights really well. Um, even I felt that way about Cuphead too. Some of the bosses in Cuphead, you will die constantly, but then you realize some of the patterns that they have and, and what what they're, you know what makes them tick mm. and then eventually you overcome. You, you play Terraria? I've not played Terraria, no. Oh, wow. So, yeah, wow. That's a... You should. 
It's really, really good, man. Dude, um, my backlog is like this. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like this. It's it's <laughs> like that. There was um <laughs> there there's a boss called the Empress of Light that okay. if you fight her during the day, you get a special drop mm. that she won't drop at any other time. But she's like she can one shot you. Any of her lasers hit you, mm. you die instantly in if it's during the day. And I remember looking at mechanics. You had to build like a rail cart. You had to jump on certain times. You had to be in this part of the map because it's a 2D game. You had to be in mm. this part of the screen when this happens and this part when this happens. And it's just, again, it's like really, really cool design. Do you know what I've been watching a lot of? Like I've been just scrolling YouTube shorts and whatever. The people that play those really crazy custom Super Mario levels and just this the shit that they do in those levels is insane. It is yeah. mesmerizing to watch. Like them like jump and 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 have to like get killed uh, hit by an enemy so you go small yeah. and then you go to the next. I love watching that stuff. I think it's fascinating. They're nuts. nuts, They're nuts. I, I like the ones that rage though. <laughs> they yeah. make me laugh. But I, I've been watching it over night time too. I've been watching a couple of guys yeah. that just play old, old PS1 janky games. Yeah. Like jank, jank. And I love what, trying to watch them get through these games. And they're just so bad. Like yeah. The game is so bad. I don't know. I enjoy watching it. Do you, do you know what game um, that's old, which I loved at the time, that has not aged well at all? Uh, have you played Super Mario 64? Like classic on the, on the Nintendo 64. I never played the Super Marios. Really? Like any of them. Okay. So yeah, Super Mario 64. I Super Mario guy. It, it was like, you know, iconic. Oh, it, the, three, the 3D one. I, I yeah. did play that, but I didn't play it much. So... At the time, because this was literally when they were creating 3D controls in video games, yeah. and it, it felt, you know, innovative. But when if yeah. you try and go back and play it, especially on the Nintendo Switch, the controls suck. I said to myself, <laughs> I'm going to do, I want to get all the stars. I want to do my 100% playthrough. And by the end of it, I was hating that game. Because it just sucked did you do it? to play. I did. I hundred. I did it. I got all the stars, <laughs> and I put it down. And I'm never playing that piece. No, I'm not going to call it a piece of crap. It's it, it, it's still a great game. But today, by today's standards, it sucks to control. Really yeah. sucks. Never yeah. again. <laughs> <laughs> but Rob, that is it. That has been episode 31. Our last episode before your hiatus. So, yeah. do you want to yes. say something before we go off the air? Yeah, I just want to say thank you very much to all our fans, loyal fans and supporters. Like, we really do make these episodes for you guys. And I know you guys will love the Discord. I know you yeah. guys will jump in there and, and, and love to be a part of it. Love, I'm really excited to see what sort of community we can build up. Yeah. As well as just chatting to you guys, I guess, more directly because of it. Uh, please hang tight. I'm, I'm going to get through the rest of this camp, five Cs. Give Costa a belting and then fly back and we'll, we'll, we'll start it up again. So yeah. thank you very much for everything, guys. Yeah, take care, guys.